initiative, everyone. Can I use your? Yeah. The time has already come to switch. I think that's the song that's staying. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen that thing where like Dave Matthews is like scat singing and he tries to reverse himself? No, and it's funny. The fucking worst thing in the world. It's so bad. I can't watch shit like that, particularly if it's Dave Matthews. Dude, <laughs> it, like, I, would, it it, is, I would be so uncomfortable. It's, it's like more uncomfortable than standing in the room watching your mom and dad get it on. It's awful. Ugh. You stood there. I just would stood there like <laughs> just watch. You stood there. Put the mini box on daily quiet time. What the fuck is he talking about? Crash into me is seriously the dirtiest song ever. Crash into me and I come uh, into you. Yeah. It's like, could you maybe veil it with a little bit more poetic rhetoric, bro? Jesus. Nah. Oh, that poor blanket. He's like, I slide my penis into your vagina. <laughs> you get what I mean? <laughs> get it? You get what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> If you smell what I'm stepping in. He's <laughs> like, oh, I don't, I just don't get poetry. What's he talking about? <laughs> I'm going to use my Jack's Can this be Isaac's? Here. Okay. Jack's don't fuck us. <laughs> or whatever, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you guys are going at dark. I'm ready for that, too. Patches is already sort of dead anyway. Any interstate in South Carolina, like every, what, like five miles, there's those orange signs that says, let them work, let them live. Yes. Because yeah. there's constantly people yeah. asking. It's like, yeah. let them work. What the fuck are they doing? The yeah. roads are horrible. Dude, you, see, you see the car in front of you, there's like They've literally all been like killed. Like killed traffic 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 traffic. Traffic. <laughs> exactly. They're just like, you don't see a row of dead <laughs> You look over and on the car beside you, there's one like on the windshield. <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah. the windshield wipers are trying to get <laughs> it. Like, it's like, hey, let them work. <laughs> And also let him live. <laughs> but second. <laughs> Only after he works. <laughs> it's more important that he works, but you know, let him live. Him. <clears throat> let him work, and if you got time, let him live. <laughs> Guys, we only got five guys left in this department for the whole state. We need to put some signs up. That's why the signs are dropping like <laughs> Construction workers are dropping like flies. Yeah, they, a, they open up a park. It's a conservation area. It's just dudes. It's just guys filling in potholes. With little orange vest. <laughs> it's just like a dude sitting up on a tree branch in a fucking dude, wet blade. Like they're in the middle of like birds. To pray and owls and shit. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta play Dungeons and Dragons. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's play. Let's play. Uh, hey, What's welcome to Hit Dice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> thanks for coming. Uh, it's going episode, so well today. Episode forty-four. Here we are. This is the first one. We're not even drunk yet. Uh, hey, I'm Wes. I'm your host, and I'm your dungeon master. And I just uh, printed up some coffee mugs, and they are looking so nice. We're all uh, we're all sporting one right now. I've got my dungeon master mug. My players have their D twenty mugs. They look good as fuck up on this table. And uh, there's only forty of them left. So if you don't uh, buy one now. One, you're not a good fan or listener. And, you know, two, everybody else is going to have one but you, and you're going to look real silly. So go onto our website, hitdicepod.com, and buy one of those. To my left, we've got Caleb, let him work, let him live, Hanks. (laughs) (laughs) 
If you guys haven't been to, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> they, they don't need to know or yeah, want to know. They don't need to know. Um, I'm Caleb Hanks. I play Van Dean Gillis, Ulysses Firebaby, who's going to die today, and Guy on the Buffalo is coming back this episode. JK, uh, he's a elf rogue. We've got Rachel Watkins. Hi, I'm Rachel. I, I, I play Callista, Tiefling Bard. Interesting. Alan Total Clark. Rogue one's better. Do dragons have cloacas? I'm playing Patches, the uh, half-elf thief rogue. Oof, that's a mouthful. And last but not least, Jonathan Cloaca Ganong. <laughs> yes, that is my middle name. Um, <laughs> well, Cloaca is my middle name. name. Um, I'm playing Arl Garwin, the divination wizard gnome. Nice. Uh, hey, speaking of being a mind wizard, do you want to tap into your brain magic and tell us uh, what happened last time? We are on stage. Uh, Patches is drank some magical fruit or he's feigned death. Um, <laughs> our Bitch, I beans. am a magical fruit. Last words. You are what you eat. Um, and then, Gosh, uh, <laughs> I'm an ass. <laughs> <laughs> and Callista had um, gotten Davian to do the song that she needed to do and did her amazing number piece. Yeah, spoken word, yeah, yeah, interpretive exactly. dance. Her it was amazing. Her um, slam poetry. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And yeah. everyone kind of uh, was getting onto like our side, and then uh, Unitasasis burst out of this woman's body and is ready to kill us. A little, a little bit more history, just so that everything here makes sense, in case it's uh, the first time you're listening, or, or haven't been to our website to check the story so far because you're incompetent. You guys have access to two elemental stones of power right now, fire and earth. You have been tasked with collecting these in an attempt to stop the tear fall through uh, a trail of breadcrumbs you all have been following for a year of our campaign now, and uh, you have a vague notion that you need these elemental stones of power. A lot has happened in Raven's Bluff, as this has all happened. You all are champions of the council. You wear rings to prove it. It gives you some say in the city. You once fought against another adventuring group that called themselves the Hellhounds to gain the position. You later learned that they were sent to the Glacier of the White Worm, tasked with pursuing the job that you declined from the Council of Lords. They've not been heard from since. In the same vein, Isaacs, your patron, has recently tasked you with going to the same area, the Glacier of the White Worm, to find his apprentice Mallory, who you have met a few times. She seems to be pursuing the same thing that you all were tasked with Isaac's fears for her. Uh, he also believes that you'll find some answers to everything that's going on in the North. Currently, you are at the gala of the famous bard, Lander Brightwood, who has been slanding your names all over the city since you all became adventurers. Uh, he's an old partner of Callista's. He stole her stories and made his name with her stories and then just like shit, shit talk you guys and made everyone hate you and basically ruined your reputations. Accident. He found out he was working toward the advancement of the tear fall on accident through patches trying to sneak into this gala. And you outed him in front of a crowd of the most important people in all of the land, which is going to be a huge success, you know, if you guys live. And if you live, if. you have forced the hand of Yenitazasis, the ancient green dragon who seems to be the maestro of the cataclysmic events that are going on all, all around you. He was hiding in plain sight as a noble, and he is now transformed back into his true form. You all outed Lander, who said some things that he probably shouldn't have in his state of panic. Callista also did an amazing performance mm -hmm. where she uh, shed a little light on the truth of what was going on. And uh, this is basically forcing Yenitazasis' hand. You all are in this gala. There is this enormous 
beautiful chandelier that's hanging above you. There were nobles dancing in here. A few of them are dead and lifeless now. Many of them are panicking and running toward the only exit in this place. Your patron, Isaacs, was being held back by the guards. He ran in. Gumble uh, flew off of Van's shoulder, who is dressed like Isaacs. You're in a disguise. So it looks like there are two Isaacs in this room, which is important. But Van's Isaacs <clears throat> is invisible. Gumble left his shoulder, stabbed this noble with his stinger, and uh, revealed that it was Yenitazasis. Isaacs is screaming for you all to leave, and he threw a fireball toward Yenitazasis. And as he did, Gumbel's body like scraped across the ground underneath it. He's sitting there pretty lifeless right now. But Isaacs is telling you all to run. This woman, this noble that Yenitazasis was disguised as, has her gaze fixed on Callista as you finish your performance. Every wrinkle in her face screamed anger. The crease of her brow, the turning of her lips, the acid in her stare. She says, fine, now is fine. As her limbs move sporadically in a bunch of different directions as if she can't control them and they begin to bend as her body quite literally starts to inflate. Her clothes rip and her bones break and her voice screams, but the frail human screams deepens into a guttural and primordial roar as she grows up and into this place. Her skin sprouts green scales and her nails turn into talons. The enormous wings sprouting from her back extinguish every light in the room with a single flap. The horns on her head bring the chandelier crashing to the ground. There were people under it but you can see the dark splatterings all over the fine crystal around Yenitazasis. You can't hear yourself think over the screaming and the crashing and the destruction that is going on in this room. The guests of the gala look like ants underneath this beast. The pupils in its dark yellow eyes turn into slits, and the gaze fixes upon you as a fin flares up on top of his head, and it runs down his entire body. Lander screams out, these are the ones! Majesty, help me destroy them! We will reign! He is visibly shaking as he's yelling, as he's spitting this out. But the dragon's focus does not change from you. Gumble's body lies in the floor, and as the dust is settling, Isaac yells, Friends, get out! At the same time that Lander is screaming to Yenitazasis. Lander screams continuously, I have delivered them to you, your greatness! And with a flick of his massive tail, Yenitazasis effortlessly ends the lives of another three nobles underneath him, their bodies smashed up against the floor and the walls. As the ceiling crumbles, it kills a server that was hiding behind the bar. You can hear the last grunt as it hits the floor beneath him. The smoke starts to fill this place, and it rises through a hole in the ceiling that Yenitazasis has made. You can see the stars twinkling through it now. And as Yenitazasis inhales... So I, Van, Invisible Isaacs, Van Invisible Isaac, have magic beans in a parcel, and I'm invisible right now. I think that that happened on the last episode. Mm -hmm. Yes, this happened. And I uh, sneakily made my way behind Unitazasis, and I take a magic bean on one finger and poke it directly into his bungus oh, hole. Pretty sure you're going to have to roll for that. Yeah. What do you roll for bungus hole pokage? <laughs> About to find out. <laughs> Sleight of hand. <laughs> well, you are invisible. Yeah. You got your mage Took hand. Took advantage of I shit. Can, I can even yeah, mage make hand. my mage hand go into his bungus hole. If you want to. You guys are all rolling for initiative and as Yenitazasis inhales, <gasps> you see this fire burning around him, the smoke pouring up and out of this place. These people are screaming all around you. It's 
complete chaos in this place. There is a stage of bards, however. The stage that you all are on still has bards on it. They have not left the stage. They have nowhere to go. They are cornered like you. As this is all happening, you see this green smoke just starting to pour up and around Yenitazasis' mouth, and he goes to exhale, and as he does, you see this smoke beginning to, like, build up Mm. in his mouth, but he stops, and he has it held, the smoke just pouring out, and he's like, You will tell me what I want to know. Where are your gems? I know you have them. And as he does, instead of breathing this out, you can see that this green mist that you can, like, even before it leaves his mouth, you can smell the putrid, rotting flesh stench of it pouring up and out. He raises a paw, and as he does, he flicks his enormous fingers around, very similar to somatic components in magic. And as he does this, this, Isaac says, Not today! And as he says this, Isaac casts counterspell really quickly, and you see it just... Like, go out, but Isaacs is old, and it is hard for him to react like this, and you can see his body, like, failing him as he's trying to react really quickly. The spell is quickly countered, but Yenitazasa still holds this breath in his mouth. He's asked you where these gems are, and Isaacs has managed to stop this. As this happens, there is, I, I think that I, I'd like to remind you all of this, the, uh, the dragonoid... I don't know. I don't think you guys really found out much about him, mm-hmm. except uh, mm-hmm. his name, Mesaluth, mm-hmm. is this. He looks like a small black dragon that stands on his hind legs, uh, much like a dragonborn. He was summoned by Lander up in this room. You all have him suggested to listen to the music. The music has not stopped, mm-hmm. and so he's still under this suggestion because okay. all of this is raining down around you. Uh, I should point out two things. One is that he is under your suggestion in front of the stage in the mm-hmm. middle of all of this. Two is he's not looking good. You guys put the beating on him, as he did you, <laughs> on your mm-hmm. way down the stairs and into this place. As he sits here, though, nothing happens. He just continues listening to the music. As he listens to the music, those drums begin to play. And you hear Davian keeping that beat. The other bards seem frozen in fear for a second. And he's trying to rally them. He's trying to Mm -hmm. rally you all. And as he hits these drums, he begins to sing to you all. He begins to sing out, and he says, I am the one who sings this song. I am the one song. I am the one. I feel the sun through the ashes and sky. Where is the one? I am this song. What has begun, force this divide. What is to come, it's fire, end of time. I am the one, I'll recount what we've lost. I am the one, I will live on. And as he's playing his drums and starting to sing the song, he gives Callista Bardic inspiration. Woo. And uh, so uh, he, he gives you a D6. He is not a level Sweet. six bard, but he is a bard nonetheless. <laughs> uh, so oh, you get Bardic so inspiration cute. as he begins singing this song. Out. He's singing of <laughs> striving of a divide between the people, of surviving this himself he's as so he dreamy. is playing. Really is. Uh, he wears these. He wears these very colorful clothes. He has this dark ebony skin, giant muscles that he has to have to lug these fucking huge drums that he has around with him. He has a head full of dreadlocks, but they're pulled up into this really big bun on the top of his head. But he's beginning to sing. He is pacing this out, and as he does, Isaacs is up, and then Callista, you're on deck. Oh wow. Okay. Isaacs sits here, looking out to all of you. And as he looks out to all of you, he's screaming out, and you, his voice isn't as loud as when he came in. You can see the beads of sweat starting to drip down his face. You can see him bent over, his muscles aching, and he says, Friends, you must leave this place however you can. I will hold him off, and you go, whatever it takes. And as he says this, you see him hold up his staff, and as he holds the staff up, his hand turns into stone around his arm, and as this happens, you see the stone in this place begin to shake and move and meld like water. And in front of you, Natazasis, this wall separates all of you and him. 
and you can no longer see or hear what is happening on the other side of this except for mumbles. Oh, fuck. And you can hear Isaac screaming out. And you can hear shaking and people yelling and things, like, falling. And as this is happening, Gliss is up. Which side of the wall is Gumball on? I think he's okay, though. He's on the side with Isaacs, and he's... With the dragon. Mm-hmm. That's great. All right, Callista, you're up. Oh, and and oh, Van, that's right, Van's, Van's on the side over of the wall. there. Oh shit, hey guys! Told you, guy, I was coming back. It was nice knowing you, Van. We'll see you later. All right, <laughs> that is that, at least. What's it going to be, girl? Okay, um, Callista curses a long string of creative obscenities. I want to encourage. Well, they can't hear through the wall, can they? Uh, you can hear muffles from the other side of the wall. Okay, but the bards can't hear. Okay. So I'm going to um, encourage the bard band to keep playing and play more okay. and play on because they're okay. keeping our tiny dragon friend here entertained. Um, and I want to walk up behind him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, if I inflict damage, it gets rid of the spell, doesn't it? If what happens? Fuck. If I do damage to him, yes. the suggestion will go away. For sure. But he's not but looking right, good. Sorry, I'm dead. Um, <laughs> still, I did. Still, I did. Still, I did. Um, it could be worse. But yeah, I don't think we can. It's not going to last forever. So, yeah. I want them to keep playing so I don't get a response from him. And I'm talking to the side of the microphone. I'm sorry. I'm going to walk up behind, like to the edge of the stage right behind him, uh-huh. and stab him with my scimitar. Uh, the Abby Shy. The uh, Mesoluth? Yeah. Okay. You, uh, <laughs> he is under suggestion, so uh-huh. you will not fight back, so you get advantage uh-huh. on this. Well, he, he won't fight back too hard, so yeah. you get advantage on this. Okay. Uh, so roll for it. Whew. Okay. Here we go. Kill him. Kill her. Shoot her. <laughs> That's it. Shoot it. Oof. Can I use my party inspiration with that? Hell yes, you can. <laughs> Please be a six. Okay, if it's a five. Dice first. Hell yeah. Come on, come on. Scimitar gets So that's a 19 to hit. That is a hit. Thank nice. God. And then that does, I hardly ever scimitar anybody. <laughs> it doesn't do a ton of damage, though. Three, so six damage. <clears throat> Just a little as, as Mesoluth is sitting here listening to this music and Davian is playing, uh, how do you kill him? Oh, Callista <laughs> looks back to the bards and is like, keep playing, keep playing. And then stands up, pulls her scimitar out and just walks up behind him and whispers in his ear. This is for patches, you bastard. And stabs her scimitar through the back of his neck. Yeah. And for as, as this comes through, yeah, you see this like, and then this mm-hmm. acid just starts pouring around your scimitar. And you see his eyes, that glazed, distant look, snap back for just a moment. And he goes to grab the scimitar. And as he grabs it, his hand just like starts to disintegrate and turn into ash as does the rest of his body. It seems like he's trying to say something to you. You can see his lips furling up and curling him, showing his teeth, this acid starting to build in his mouth. And then all of that too turns to dust. And much like uh, throwing the remains of someone off of a cliffside or in, onto the floor in a ballroom, he just turns into this dust, this ash, and is scattered across it. You killed uh, Mes- Whew. Okay, Woo. I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> Anything else? Um, let's see. Um, I'm just going to go back to Patches and start looking him over. Okay. Um, Van is up. Arbel's on deck. I am sneakily making my way around <laughs> the dragon. Okay. And I would like to message Arwell. Okay. Okay. I'd like to say, feel like using a portance? I don't have any. You're done? No, you guys haven't had a long rest in like four combats yeah. at this point. All right. Bad. Then I am going to... And I can't see. Use my mage hand. I'm going to take 
the invisible mage hand with the magic bean in fist fashion and float it forcefully into the dragon's asshole. Okay. Uh, you can, you need to, I'll, I'll say give sleight it. of hand and I'll give you advantage on it because you're invisible. Thank you. And the hand is invisible. Oh. Hey. And the bean in it is also invisible. Come on. Is that a 19? No, uh, on the dice? Fuck oh, nine. shit. Yeah, <laughs> I just saw the number on the sheet. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this this was versus his AC, which you... 26? Yeah, which you absolutely beat. Yeah. Are, are you rolling for the magic bean in the asshole, or am I? You are going to roll for the magic bean. Oh. We're going to leave this up to chance, because you're rolling new dice today, right? That's right. Oh come on, be good. I I have this fear that you're gonna enlarge the dragon. Me too. Like, it'll be a plan. Like this. Hey, I'm ro- I'm leaning hard into the role of the calamity. If the dragon enlarges what? three sizes, and that dragon grew three sizes that what day. Is Way. Dude. What is it? Come on. You guys don't know what it is yet. God damn it. Oh. Okay, it's killing me. <laughs> And I would. Uh, so you. I'm gonna use my movement to back up. You're no. getting the fuck out. Yeah. You're like boink. Oh, is there, is there a window? Well, there's a it's, door. It's it's that window. Okay, I should uh, be more specific about the windows because you guys probably will end up using these. The windows are about 15 feet off the ground. Oh god! But they are like fucking huge. They're stained glass. They're beautiful, and it's enormous. Okay. I mean, it's 15 feet across, and it's about 20 feet high. Okay. Like these are really big. They start 15 yes. feet up. They start 15 feet up, okay. and they are up another 20 feet. Ooh. Like they're really big. You're, mm. you're running toward this window. You hear Yenitazos. It's just like, like roaring out and like reaching around toward the back of him. You see this like smoke pouring out of his mouth. And what is really strange is, you think you hear another smaller roar coming from inside of him. Oh. My God. <laughs> <laughs> is there an owlbear owl in his ass? <laughs> I want to know what it is. Too bad. I'm making my way, because Isaacs is over here, right? Yep, he's I'm the making my way him. towards... Okay. Him in the window. Okay. So you're walking your way over there. Arwell, you are up. Patches, you don't really have to make dead saving throws or anything. I'll let you know when you're up, but like, unless it's something happens. I mean, it's going to be like, wow. Um, it's gonna be like, I'm going to go over by Patches and Callista. Sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. Over by right Patches and Callista. Um, I'm going to hmm. talk to Callista and be like, how do we get Patches out of here? Um, uh, I could use some healing, and I'm going to pour my last Sapphire Deville potion in Patches' mouth. No shit. The suspense of what is in his ass is killing me. <laughs> As it should. Uh, that has got to at least distract him. Just like some of the swarm of piranhas. Dude, what if it's a what if it's a unicorn and it's like healing oh him from God. inside his ass? Ah, uh, uh, oh, uh, okay. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> Like a nightmare burning his ass. Like rainbows are actually coming out of his ass. <laughs> Arwell grabs, he walks, runs over on the stage. The bards are playing. You guys are all kneeled in front of them. There's this band playing behind you. Arwell pulls out. It's the last Sapphire Deville potion, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a decanter. Yeah. You pull the glass out of this crystalline uh, vial. Nice. It looks beautiful. It refracts this strange purplish liquid that's sloshing around the side of it. You pour it down Patch's throat. Mm-hmm. Three things happen. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. The first, you were healed for HP. Four mm-hmm. HP? Okay. Okay. All right. The second, you forget how to read. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Forever? Yeah. Oh, what? I'll read to you, Patches. It's okay. What kind of potions are these? What the fuck? 
What? Hey, you forget how to read. I don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> Learning how to read will be a fun character arc, though. And the third is you shrink to half your size. What? Forever? No, just for now. Oh. I was about You're to say. You're going to be so much easier to carry. Um, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> if you Woo! turn tiny forever, so we'd start calling you, you peaches. You, you gain four health, you oh. forget oh. how to read, and you shrink to half your size. Sapphire, what the fuck? <laughs> she doesn't know how to make potions. We're not buying from her anymore. The first one I ever did, I got a full long rest. Yeah, that was a good roll. I'm easier to carry. Yep, that's true. Uh-huh. I'm just going to tuck you in tomorrow. Um, I'm like a football. As this is happening... There's a turn taken that, uh, oh, Van can see. Van can see this. Yay. The <laughs> turn is taken. I love our woman patches illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to wake up and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so, Van, these guards do move in from the door. They're starting to push the nobles out of this place. You can see Yenetazasis is roaring and rearing up and, like, tearing at his tail. Like, he's back there, like, reaching and ripping and cannot figure out what's going on. Patches, this would be your turn, but you are still unconscious. Or feigning death, I should say. And then something really crazy happens, Van. As you are sitting over here, you see Yenitazas' skin on his back, on his stomach, around his legs. Like, something is stretching it out from the inside. Like, something is pushing against it from inside of him. And you can hear a roar, and as this thing roars out, you can see something tearing through his skin. <gasps> and as this is tearing through his skin, he is roaring, and he is, like, ripping at it. And you can see his paw, his claws come down, and he starts to rip at it. And he looks up to all of you, and he just, like, growls out. And just, what have you done to me? And as he roars this out... Gotcha, bitch. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he says... You are going to pay for this with your lives. And he rears his head back, and as he rears this head back, his throat swells and bellows up, and directly under him, he just... breathes this thick green smog out and all over this room and as it fills this entire you got room, out right so you need to you, you as long you as well as everyone else in this room is going to make a constitution saving throw come on con save come through hell yeah isaacs what up Motherfucker held his breath. <laughs> um, he held his nose too three Oh my god. Self-fulfilling prophecy about them hashtags in the group text. What huh? you're at eight oh, HP? I think so. Did I die? I think I think you might die. Van, you failed just straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna take fifty-two poison damage. Oh, I die. Holy fuck. Yeah. So, like, Van, you're, like, running out. You shove this bean in his ass. You're like, hell yeah, calamity, what up? And as you're running out, this smog fills the room. And you, like, don't see it coming. It fills your eyes. It burns oh, them. No. They start to water. And you're still invisible. In yeah, and then as you're running through this place, you just feel your lungs m- literally melt in your chest. You feel like your skin is melting off of your body. You can see it happening. Your clothes are being eaten away. Uh, and as you look up, you see like Isaac's looking out, and he pulls his cloak up and over him. He holds his nose. He holds his hands out. These guards are braced up against it. What few bodies you can see around you also are grasping at their chests. They are like screaming out, but no sounds are coming out of them. You see dozens of bodies around you just hitting the floor. Can I use my uncanny reaction or whatever? Can you dodge? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I, you will take half of that. I'm Does that going, keep you alive? Maybe. Yeah. I'm going to stick my head in the bag. <laughs> I'm going to stick my head. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I 
now is killing you. I'm gonna stick my head in the bag I'm holding and hold my oh breath. Oh my god, that's so ridiculous. Breath. I'll give you your uncanny dodge with the bag of holding. Okay. I so you pull that. it out, half of 52 is 27. So you are gonna take negative 19 damage. I'm alive. Woo! Boom! Yes. Oh Yay, rogues. Dude, <laughs> I thought you were dead, dude. I, I was like, you're oh. fucking dead, homie. Okay. I was about to start texting people. That was Jesus bad. Christ. So, man, you, you feel your lungs start to burn, and you go to inhale, and when you feel them melting in your fucking chest, you just stop, you pull out this bag of holding, and you pull it over your fucking head, and you pull that string tight. Yeah. And it is a vacuum in here, but you're just like, I love that you just have the bag of holding on you, and then you just <laughs> in the floor with the bag of holding on your head. You're this still burns. It burns your lungs, it burns your skin, it's rotting off, and like you you were out. And so we're gonna roll lingering injuries since you were at zero, but you're alive! So roll a con roll another constitution saving throw. 19! You do not sustain any lingering injuries. Fuck yeah! Uh, other than your broken ribs. <clears throat> so you do have broken ribs, but you fall into this ground with this bag of holding tied tied around your head. I'm talking about the razor's edge, motherfucker. Yeah, no shit. Uh, and so, Van, your body is lying on the other side of this. You were down. As you went down, though, you know that a multitude of other people are dead. You saw them all dying around you, ripping at their skin, ripping at their lungs. This is not like the first encounter you had with Yenitazasis. Yenitazasis is not, he's not messing around. He's not talking to you. He is not, like, negotiating. He is here to kill you guys. This, Maybe you should try to kill us the first time. <laughs> not the shield thing. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. This, he used the same attack. It was yeah. the same attack. These bards are up, and they're still playing, and this, this wall is up. You can hear, there's this commotion on the other side of the wall. You can hear this dragon roaring out. You can hear people screaming, and then all of a sudden, it all stops. Oh, God. And from, like, where the smoke is uh, pouring up out of this hole, because this wall raises up, but the hole is still big enough in the ceiling so that you can see over it and up into it. There's black smoke pouring out of here where this fire is lit that Isaac's had, but there's like this green smog coming around it too. But it, oh, you would see it coming from inside mm -hmm. actually, and it's mixing with it, and it seems to be pouring around the outside of the building too. But it goes quiet on the other side of this wall, and mm -hmm. these bards continue to play, and you can see their throats tightening. Mm -hmm. They swallow emotionally. They are obviously scared, and Davian is just like playing and getting them into it, and he's like trying to keep them in rhythm and trying to keep this music going, and he continues, he's basically continuing the same song he was playing. And as he is playing this song, the beginning of his song, it, he said, I am the one who sings this song. I am the one song, I am the one. I feel sun through ashes and sky. Where is the one? I am this song. What is to come? It's fire, end of time. I am the one who can recount what was lost. I am the one. I will live on. And he continues playing this, and as his song continues, he's hitting his drums, and the band starts to come into it with him. They're all scared, but he says, we are the ones who sing this song. We are the one song. We are the one. I have run through the fields of pain and blood. We are the ones who can recount what's lost. We are the one song. We will live on. We are the one song. We are the one. And he's, he's singing this out. Uh, he gets Arwell Bardic Inspiration. And Arwell, you receive uh, a D6 of Bardic Inspiration from him. Isaacs is up. Van, you are unconscious. Uh, you all basically have no account of what's going on on the other side of this wall now, except except for the strange muffles that you were hearing as all of this is happening. Can I break something up? Yeah. Okay, so when that smoke filled the room, mm -hmm. I'm invisible. Uh -huh. And I'm right near Isaac's 
You're very close. Would the would he be able to see the form of a body in the smoke laying there? I'm uh, I'm I'm taking it into account. Thank you. You guys aren't sure what happens on the other side of this, but you hear. Let's see, Jean. You hear a small voice speaking out, and then you hear a larger voice boom out and over this place, roaring, and it's muffled, and you don't know what it's saying. It's hard to tell through this wall. You can't hear what the smaller voice is saying either, and then you hear something else like that when that stone wall rose up it was a shaking earthquake like rumbling as it slammed into the ceiling of this place you hear something similar and as you hear this you see like in this giant hole in the ceiling you can no longer see the stars you see black smoke pouring out that has orange glowing underneath it this green smog is starting to mix with it and then diamond dust seems to be flying around it now. It's like that when the moisture in the air freezes because it gets mm-hmm. so cold. So you see it's floating around it and it's like kind of beautiful. You see this diamond dust starting to circulate around this and being pushed up and into the air, but you're not sure exactly what happened. Uh, Callista, you were up. Van, you're going to be making a death saving throw next. Callista is sort of momentarily captivated by what's happening over there. Mental note for writing later. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I want to... Pick him up. I say. Well, okay. <laughs> but first, you don't look so good, do you, Orwell? No. No. So I'm going to give you a little bit of healing. Okay. And let's see which one of these. Um, I'm going to give you a cure wounds. Okay. And I'm going to do it at level three. Ooh. Do you want to save that at all? Ooh, I, I can do it again. I have a lot of spell slots left. Okay, perfect. So I'm, we can get you better. And that increases. So yeah, you gonna, have been being very. Con- you've been using. Your I've scimitar been very line. conservative mm-hmm. with the spells because we haven't loot. rested much. So that's. I'm about to give you three d8s. Mm, nice, sexy, pretty good. Like yeah, twelve. Twelve. Oh, plus my spellcasting ability modifier, which is three. Okay, nice. How much was that? Fifteen. Yes. Where does that put you at? Nineteen. Okay. Thank you. Anything else, oh, Callista? Uh, any free actions you'd like to take, or bonus actions? Or? I want to. Ask. Um, I'm going to tell Davian. Well, I think the singing is probably helping the bard, so I'm not going to tell him to stop. But I'm going to ask him if he knows a back way out of here. So he's playing his drums, and as he plays them, he's just like looking at you, and you can tell that, like, when you ask him that, uh-huh. you see a little bit of despair sink on his face. Uh-huh. Like this, I was kind of hoping you did. Okay, like, we'll, fi- we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come onto his face, and uh, and he's he's like playing and singing, and very only someone else who does performances a lot would notice him doing it. He's not, like, actively mm-hmm. doing this, but yeah. as he plays, he looks up to you, and you can see him, like, mm-hmm. like we're, like, okay. we're fucked. Okay. Like, we're fucked. Well, just while the two continue encouraging everybody, including him, I'm going to pull out my instrument and just start playing along with the song okay. and start looking around for, can I do, like, a perception check to see sure, you, uh, yeah, if sure. there's mm-hmm. any... You're not actively, like, fighting anyone, so no. I'll let you make a perception check. Yeah, I was going to say, there's yeah. nothing to right. attack over here. I'm just trying to find a way out, so, I mean, or whatever the appropriate role would be to... You're looking for exits? Yeah. Okay. Investigation is probably your friend on this one, but you could roll you could roll perception or investigation. Okay, let's see. Oh yeah, I'm proficient in that. (laughs) Which one? Investigation. Oh nice. So it's the better one anyway, I think. It is, I think. Oh god. (laughs) (laughs) Who built it? So well once I add all my stuff in, it's like an eight. Damn, (laughs) still an eight, but like you're looking around and uh, you know a few things, right? Uh There's a hole in the ceiling. Uh There are windows on each side of you. And there is a stairwell that leads up to a place that Patches had climbed into and made a hole to enter. But you don't see anything other than what you already know, like as you're looking around desperately. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Van, you need to make your first death saving throw. What is that? Wasn't a one, though. Yeah. 
Okay, so that's a failure. Yeah. Um, which makes total sense because you are in a vacuum of space. Your head is in like another dimension right now that doesn't have oxygen. So you're not receiving oxygen. Your skin is melting <laughs> off of your body. Uh, you're not feeling any of this though, which is nice because it is excruciating. Cool. Arwell, you're up. At least there's that. Um, <laughs> I want to see one thing real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to be conscious so you can see what is happening to the dragon. Yeah, wouldn't that be neat? What's coming like out of its ass? Ripping it open. I'm going to try and pick up patches. Okay. Roll strength. Strength or athletics? Woo! Athletics. Sorry, thank you. Um, it doesn't really matter, I guess, because I'm not proficient. Uh, so mod 20. Yeah. Patches is a half his size, and even if he wasn't, you would have gotten him up, but you were ready to go. You got yeah. healed, and that's all That's all the strength you totally. need to pick him up and get him the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, so I throw him over my shoulder. There's obviously no doors around us, right? Okay. Except for the door that goes up to the tower. Then I am going to uh, take him up the tower. Okay, you guys yeah, are making your way uh, up. Yeah, making my way back up. So, so you get there, Callista. He's making his way out. You see him doing this. The yeah, I'm just like playing. You're up there. With you're him. heading for the. Yeah, patches got stairwell. in this way. We can take him out this way. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, just yeah. me out the window. <laughs> <laughs> he had to climb up there out that wall. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we don't, know that. We don't have another yeah. option. Oh how, how, how tall is the tower from the how? This is me metagaming. Um, how tall is that. the... Yeah. And so would they. Is the tower from, from the, the roof to the top of the tower. Uh, it's about 60 feet. 60 feet? Mm-hmm. I have okay. a plan. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. I'm excited uh, to see No, it. I mean, I also... Does your uh, plan involve saving me? I'm excited to, to see all your plans. Patches, you're up. And still unconscious and I, on Arwell. Oh, I Arwell's carrying me. Just like, fiddly D. And then you all hear another roar come out from the other side of this wall. And you can hear clearly over this hole, over these things, over this scream. And it says... I said you would pay for what you did to me, and you have. What is this thing? And then you hear something like a splurt, like the best word I can come splurt. up with is splurt. Just like, <laughs> yes. like this like, awful noise, and then you hear this like, <laughs> this dragon just like roar out, and then you just hear this big like, <laughs> on the other side of this place. None of you have any idea what's happening. Oh, I want to know what it is. I want to know what it is. Oh, my God. Um, I just want to live. And then then you hear, like, this roar come out, like, and then this chomp, like, as something is going on on the other side of this wall. You all have no clue what it is. Oh, Oh, my God. How are we ever going to know? These bards continue playing. Uh, Davian continues to sing this song. He sings He sings a song about how he is the one, how he knows he's going to survive, how he's going to tell these tales. And then it leads into a song about him saying that you all will survive. You mm-hmm. all sing this song. You are all the song. He's saying, we are the song. We are the song. And he's just continuing to sing this out. He gives his last bardic inspiration to... You used yours, correct? Yes. He gives his last bardic inspiration to Callista okay. as she is making her way out. Um, he's singing this song about survival, about everyone singing the same song, about everyone telling the same story, about uh, everyone living to recount what is happening here, is what his song is about, basically. And as he continues to play... Um, I'm a survivor, I'm not gonna give up. <laughs> as this is all happening, you all see the smoke that is pouring out of here. It is dark, it is black. There's an orange light pulsating and glowing on it. This green smog is wrapping around it. This diamond dust is fading away. It almost looks like the starlight that's being covered now. And then all of a sudden you see it start to swirl. It like whips up into like almost a tornado. And as it's happening, you hear a small voice speaking out. And you can barely hear it, but it's just like saying something like, you will stay where you are. Like as it's screaming out to him, you see this like smoke swirling up and around this thing. Mm. And uh, as it does, you hear this boom. It's almost like breaking a sonic barrier. Just this like, 
And then all, all of a sudden, all the sound in the room like, and then it goes quiet and you can see the smoke for just a second broken off where it is flying out of here, but you're not sure what's happening. Sounds good though. It, it sounds good for me. <laughs> um, I, um, I want, yeah, we got to Callista, you are up. Okay. Uh, um, Van's rolling death saves and Arwell's up soon after. Um, I'm going to shout to Davian and the Bards. Um, this way is our best chance. Gesturing towards Before the Before you can even finish your sentence, uh-huh. they are dropping their instruments. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hold on! Yeah. yeah. And so I'm following Arwell towards the stairs, mm-hmm. and as I come up behind him, I'm going to say, Arwell, when we get to the top, I want you to pause in the room at the top of the tower, and I'm getting the DOS loot out and ready. Um, okay. um, I, and I'll tell her, too, I'm like, I've got Featherfall ready. Okay, because, I mean, jump. I can... I was going to levitate you guys. I think just dropping will be faster. Okay. <laughs> it might. Yeah. Well, so the anyway, we got options. So levitate, just yeah. so we know. And when the spell ends, mm-hmm. whatever height you're at, you just gently float to the ground. Cool. It's delightful. That's, that's I was just going to shove you guys out a window. Right. Um, well, <laughs> works on six or eight people. Okay. So I can just, we can We might need up. you to take some bards yeah. with you because there's, totally. how many of them are there? Uh, there are four bards. Four Dang bards. Okay. Even in the flying Including. bards. We can get um, everybody out. So if you can well, take them. Between you levitate and then mine, we should If you can good. take them, I can take me. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Flying burrito bards. Nice. Is there anybody else? You guys are like dashing. Is there anybody else in this space yeah, with us? Just you. Just us? Okay. There, there, were, there are uh, no, no other bodies on the side of this. Everyone's so, starting to make their way toward the exit. Um, as they're running past me, I'm going to ask Davian if he doesn't mind holding patches. Because he's going to be faster with him. Yeah, you see, like, Davian's behind him. <laughs> he normally is carrying two enormous drums mm-hmm. and two smaller ones on his side, but right now he only has one big drum. And he reaches down and... Out of game, I love that Davian is carrying me right now. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> um, Callista, in game, a little jealous. <laughs> so Davian reaches down to get patches from you, and as he grabs his body, he drops him. Oh, oh like, he, he drops him on the ground. Davian's saying he's sorry that he dropped him. Yeah. And he's like scraping to get him back That's up. That's fine. He's already dead right now. Um, but he's like picking him back up and he's using, his turn. he's using his turn to essentially like get down and scoop him up over it, even though he dropped him on the floor. Okay. That was Callista's turn. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, but that and as much movement up the stairs as we can get. Come on. It's rough shit, dude. For the sake of the listeners, that was a nat one on Kayla's part. Nat one. You're not sure what happens right now. You're unconscious. Uh, you are not experiencing any of this. Something is going on on the other side of the wall that we may end up getting to. So we'll see. We'll keep that in mind. But you are no longer making death saving throws um, on your turn. I did. You all, by the way, um, assuming you're just using the rest of your turns to dash, you uh-huh. have, you need to close 80 feet. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, we're just um, running for it, Well, I'm assuming. Did David actually end up picking him up? Yeah, he ended up picking him up. Okay. He, did, he dropped him. Are everybody on this side of the wall, we're still in initiative? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so he did pick him up. He has him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm dashing. Okay. How far does that get you? 50. 50. Um, okay, so you yeah. get 50 more feet. Uh, patches, your turn's up, but you're still dead. Uh, again, you all hear this roaring on the other side, this lurching, this, like, other strange smaller roars. You're closing the door, and then you hear this... <laughs> this big stomp you feel the building shake and whatever that other smaller noise was is silenced like you can hear it halfway through like just like gone and then you hear this louder roar like this guttural draconic roar just like coming out of this place and screaming out and as you do you all are running up you're able to get up about 
four flights of stairs pretty quickly. You guys are like, fuck! Like, you're just, like, going for it. You're running as fast as you can up these fucking stairs. Uh, the bards are with you. They have patches. They are able to close 60 feet, but they're staying behind you. Mm-hmm. So they're uh, at 50 feet as well. And then, Callista, you're up. Okay. Um, I am dashing as well. That that doubles your mm-hmm. speed, right? So that puts me at 60. Okay. Is so, it possible to, like, as I run by, just scoop our wool up <laughs> and run with him? Uh, since his speed is slower? Oh, like you want to push him ahead? Uh, no. No? Really. Okay. Mm-mm. If I went ahead and cast Levitate on him and pushed him ahead of me. <laughs> I'd let you do that if you want to. <laughs> I might just go ahead and do that. Okay. Just to get us there faster. Yep. I'll let your little legs your speed are... with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because basically once they're levitating, I can just push him ahead of me. You're just grabbing his shirt as you basically run by. Basically just pulling him like a kite. Like, yeah. Yeah. So you grab <laughs> so him. Who pl- levitating patches? Nobody no. yet. I haven't done anything. Patches is just being carried. Okay. So, And I think I can only target one... So Arwell's levitating. Yes. Okay. And everybody else, I'm assuming you're going to feather And like a deflating all. helium balloon, he doesn't float away, but he doesn't weigh anything. And yeah, he's, he's just like, like floating shirt. at whatever height I want him to, mm-hmm. and I can just move him around manually. So I strum a chord on the DOS lute, cast levitate on Arwell as I'm running by, and just sort of grab his sleeve and pull him along with me. I go with you. <laughs> Arwell, you're back up. Uh, yeah, I just keep running to the window, and I'm going to stop for all of, like, everyone to get there mm-hmm. with me. Okay, so you stop Can at the I window. Can I move while I'm levitating? Uh, no, you're just sort of levitating. Um, you're moving with oh. me. Okay, I am just mentally, I guess, getting my yeah. I'm like get, prepared. In my get head. ready just, to feather fall. Um, Lots of people. Yeah, and then it's, are you ready in your action to cast? It? No, no, oh, okay. no, no. I don't want it to go away. Um, it's. And I'm going to tell her just it's my free action and my whole action um, that I can do five people. Damn. Okay, I'm so excited that you guys are up in this place. Mm-hmm. Are you in front of the window, by the way, waiting? Yeah, I, yeah. Well, okay. I'm with her being carried. Okay, mm-hmm. so you guys are almost to the window. Then. Yeah, I'm just letting okay. everyone know. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've got five of them. As this all. happens, man, you all feel this whole building buckle. And mm-hmm. as this tower buckles, you are making your way up and into this tower. You are in the top of it. And as you're in the top of this, you can see this huge-ass fucking window. There is a hole in it. And... The window is stained glass, and it is beautiful. And you can see the stars, but in the middle of the, that window, it's like there's this black line cutting right through it that you can't see. But like as you are approaching this window, you look out and over Raven's Bluff. You can see out over the entire city from this vantage point. And as you look over the city, you see all these lights like coming on, spreading out from here, like down through the city. People are marching up and toward this place. They're running. Others, you can see the boat lights coming on. Some boats are already pulled out and like moving out towards the... But you all are sitting here and there is this bright glowing light. This building is in much worse shape than any of you thought. And as this is happening, I need both of you to make dexterity saving throws. Oh dear. Come on, dex. I'm dexy, it's good. Uh, You actually don't need to make one. Oh, that's right. You just float and shit. Definitely do not. You're floating. Cool. <laughs> you won't fall down. This is like an uncharted level. Um, yeah, no, I mean, this tower is like starting to, you can feel the floor mm-hmm. starting to like lean. Where I you can see work. it like yeah. changing my perspective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the same spot in the whole room. Oh, like. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's a mod 20 for me. Nice. So, Callista, you make the save. You like plant your feet. The, I'm using the, my tail, the, everything. It patches over one shoulder. Mm-hmm. And, oh, okay, yeah, like you're using like a Like tripod. bracing, help, like, yeah. Nice. I kind of help right her. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm holding on to you. You yeah, hold on to me. Yeah. It's great. And uh, Davian has patches. The other bards, they're all in a line. They all step back and put their hands on each other, and Davian keeps a hold of patches and this huge drum on his back. You all are up in this room. On your next turn is uh, going to be time to... Mm-hmm. 
It's a do or die, baby. We get, we get out. Uh, okay. Was that or like turn? just die on my part? But yeah, <laughs> there might turn? still be. Yeah, you might already. Okay. Have. I don't have anything. And as this happens, you all once more like you're sitting up. You, you were in front of this window. There's a large hole broken in it mm-hmm. that patches came into. There's Lucky this glass us. all over the floor. Underneath you, you can see this huge fucking hole in the ceiling. There is an enormous figure moving through it and roaring out, and you can just feel the thing. You can see a small figure in front of it holding its hand out. There are a few other figures at the door behind him, however. They don't look like guards, whatever they are. And as they are sitting there, they are pulling a few things out, and they are bringing a few things in. So from up here, unless you wanted to use your turn, it's really, really hard Mm -hmm. to see through the smog and the smoke and this ice, but it looks like they're on the other side of that stone wall. It's frozen up and against um, it and up to the ceiling. And you can see some ice shards like hanging up and out of this hole in it. Well, could I, since I didn't have to use my action because I'm just being pulled along, could I percept? Yep. Okay, perceive. Percept. Get up in there and percept. Oh. It's such a bad day with our dice. Your dice tray. Oh, it's in my bag. That's probably a better idea. Anyway, um, it's perception. That's a four. Yeah, with the four, you, I mean, it is it is hard to see through. And even if you had rolled higher, it was still you would still probably gleaned as much information. You okay. can see some small movement down there, but there's this huge beast. There is one small figure in front of it, and it looks, uh, from the best you can tell, it looks like whatever this figure is is buckled underneath something and like barely standing up in front of this thing with one hand held out. The only reason you can see this is because there's a bright light coming from its hand. And as this bright light is coming from its hand and sustaining, there are people behind him doing something. You can't tell what. But this orange glow is coming from all over it. You can see where the building has been split in half by that stone wall. And it's completely frozen by, like, it looks like an entire other wall on the other side of it. Like, where this dragon is. And as it's trying to fight its way out, this smoke is pouring up and out of this place. And as you are looking down into this... You see this giant beast posturing, and as it goes to posture, even though it's just a silhouette, uh, even with the roll that low, you can tell that it's favoring a leg as it's turning around and into this place. And it, like, rears its head back, and you see it get on its hind legs, and its head almost comes up and out of the hole in the ceiling, and then it comes slamming down. And you see this bright light just... And it flashes like the arc of uh, a welding torch, and as this happens, the tower you were in buckles. And the entire thing slides to the side, as do the walls of this place. They're falling down all over this beast. Uh, Make it quick. Calista, <laughs> you're up. Okay. Um, I'm going to turn to Arwol and say, I'm going to push you out the window. I need you to feather fall everybody. Okay. Because you've got how many people? I Don't include me because Davian's carrying me. Is that How does that work? Is that good? Featherfall? Yeah. If so he's carrying you, someone, you're levitating. And you can cast it on how many? Five. So then It'd be and the four bards. No, four bards. And Callista. Right, the bards and, and Callista. And, and he's carrying me. Dispatches yeah. need his own. That'll <clears throat> work. It'll work? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah, then you push me out the window. In that case, include Boom. me. Boom! And so you all jump? Yeah. Um, so, can, so we four determine including that... Davian, right? Correct. Okay, yeah, I'm like, everyone, trust me, I've got you, jump. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm going with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, jump, jump. So we're all going out the window. Go. Yeah. You all jump out of this window, and as you do, as you were floating down... How far down is it? 60 it's 60 feet. feet. 60 feet, okay. When I get just to the edge, because the spells... Oh, what's the spell's range? Oh, that's perfect. The spell's range is 60 feet. Yay! So I'm going to hold it until we land. And then bring me down. And then when I land, I'm going to drop the spell on you, and you just gently float to the ground from where you are. Okay, perfect. Boom, boom, boom. 
Hey, kids, are you tired of putting your dice in time out? Well, I've got some good news for you. Not only does Dice Envy have dice that are going to roll better for you, but they're going to feel unique to you as well. And no matter what your parents say, you can never have too many dice. You and I know it's the truth. Head over to DiceEnvy.com, enter the code HITDICEPOD at checkout, and you're going to get 10% off your entire purchase. All you got to do is sneak into Mommy and Daddy's room and take their credit card. <laughs> so we all float like dainty fairies out the window. Yep, and that's a reaction for me, so I what can do it. Okay. <laughs> so you all land on the ground, and as you are jumping through this place, it, it's choking you. Uh, the smog that's coming up out of it, the actual smoke, like it's all getting into your mm-hmm. lungs and it burns your eyes, it burns your faces, it burns your skin. But as you land behind this place, the entire building hasn't collapsed, but the tower has certainly fallen over the building itself. So you guys, uh, it fell away from you, so you guys didn't have to save for that, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but as it falls away from you, you just see like the ceiling open even more and more of the smoke starts to pour up and out of it. And as this is happening, you see this enormous figure. <sighs> up and over it. You see one of the legs is hanging and it looks like there's blood just pouring out from it and all over it. And then it slams back down into this place. <laughs> like as you all are sitting in here, you can hear like a small voice speaking out to it. You can see these bright lights shining from inside of this hole. And as you all sit here, a few people run over to you. Hi, a few people. Uh, and so these few people run over to you and uh, as he walks up to you, he says, your friend, what is wrong with him? And as this person runs up to you, you notice that they're limping. They're like limping their way over to you. And uh, and as this person walks up, he has this staff and he leans down. He has a bandaged up leg. This and he says, he broke his leg. Sorry. He, <laughs> he says, uh, he says, uh, he says, injured. Do you have any injured? Yes, yes. This yeah. gentleman right here. And, uh, and he, like, he flips him over, and he sees this, like, there's a short that sword. Yeah. He sees, this, he sees this short sword hanging out of his stomach, this dried blood, and he says, dire wounds indeed, but not, not sustained by a beast. Uh, forgive me, I'm not here to ask questions. Tell me, what happened to him? Um, he had a dagger in his chest, and he took, he, he's under the feigned death spell. Then none of you know to spell magic. Luckily, I do. Yeah, uh, and he holds his hands over him. He pulls this sword out, and he like throws it, and then he holds his hands over him. He draws a quick circle around his body. Patches, you are <gasps> brought back into this place. He dispels the feigned death magic that is on you, and as you come up and into this place, you are still profuse. Your blood starts. You can you guys can see it swell up and start to pour over mm-hmm. this wound and onto him. He is still cut I mean, wide like open. Put pressure on his. Body. I'm like, as oh my god, pressure, why didn't you heal that first? As you put pressure <laughs> on fuck? him, he says. He, he like, he holds his hand up to you and he like, just gives like the shut up and give me a second. And he hold he puts his hand over him and he says a quick prayer. And as he is praying over him, uh, he says, the light has not gone in your friend yet. I can feel it. I can see it. And he leans down to you patches and he puts his head beside yours. And he says, don't lose sight of that inner light. Do not let the darkness of death's embrace swallow you. And he says, I won't let it. And as he does, he puts his hand over you and he casts spare the dying. And you can see that wound like he cauterizes the blood essentially on the inside of it. Can I get one of those guys? <laughs> and, <laughs> Excuse me, I'd like to order a cleric. Uh, patches, you will take an additional six damage where he reopens you, but before that knocks you out, I don't know where you're at, but before that damage is taken, he is going to cast uh, a cure light wounds on you. 
and as he casts this, damn, you get 10 points of health back. He says, uh, Pelor won't see you gone yet, friend, and neither will I. And as he says this, he gets up on his staff and he pulls himself up to it. Uh, you can see that there are other people that were around him, but he says, go back to the front. Make sure no one else needs our help. I can handle this. Do you have any other injured? I, I don't have much left in me. I'm an old man, but... And he strokes his long white beard. He is uh, obviously a dwarf. He has white hair. He's balding on the top. He has these very plain robes on. Oh, the only th difference is one half of it is hiked up and tied around this leg that is bandaged that he is favoring on this cane. Uh, and he says, I can restore... I, uh, I can restore the, some serious wounds from one other person, but you all seem to be fine. Well, we're, we're missing a party member who we think might be in dire straits, but we're not sure if we can get to him. Was he inside? I think he's yes. inside. We're not sure if he made it out or not. The, the wall came up between us. Much light was lost inside of that place. The yes. lights of many have been snuffed and out. I'm not sure um, it's safe for you hey, to go in there. Real quick, I look at everyone and I'm like, am I, am I tiny? <laughs> you are! You're like um, a baby! <laughs> How, why am I she saying, can, uh, I just do that <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna you're gonna need to ask Sapphire about that the next time we see her <laughs> yeah it's like when you're standing up you're like what the fuck <laughs> Did, would dispel magic get rid of the, that as well we can only do one thing at a time uh, I think it can only, it's only one effect or is it all uh, magic in a s sphere I, can you look that up for me no I have it right here I have, it's one of my spells any, no, oh, that's right no, no. For, no, no, no for, it says any spell of third level or lower on a target ends. But uh, I'll double check then. Okay. It says choose a creature, object, or magical effect. Okay, well, so I, the, I, I like that. I like this stuff. for each spell um, of fourth level or high. So it seems to say be anything in a space okay. that is under third okay. level. Okay. Yeah. So as as patches, he wakes up and he's not bleeding anymore. He's like, "Am I small?" And then I was like, "Shh, your limbs just like start to spread." <laughs> and you're just like growing back up. Uh, you still can't read, but <laughs> you'll never read again. I love that. Yeah, you're illiterate now, but uh, you do grow back up. You are not sure what was a dream and what wasn't, but you see what I've described to them, this building breaking, this body slamming, these shakes, these draconic, deep, guttural roars coming out of this place. And uh, as this is all happening, this person has told you that he can help one other person if you need him to, but he doesn't look like any of you are injured. Um, yeah. He's essentially, I hate this because I always want to role play it out and flavor it, but he's, he has one mm -hmm. uh, restoration spell left no, and he's uh, offering it to you And guys. I would, at least Arwa would, uh, be like, no, save that for people who need it. Yeah. We are, mm -hmm. we need to get out. Yeah. yeah. And he's already, they've already taken some out, but uh, do you guys, you're on the back side of the building right now. So if you walked up to the front of it, up that little path, you are on the other side of this building at this point. You're not on like the front facing castle side of it. You're sort of in the backyard of it. Okay. That's not as well kept, but he, it, he does turn and he's like uh he says um there is light in all of us and we will attempt to uh, keep it lit in as many people as we can i suggest you do the same if you can help help if you can't leave here okay bye are we still in initiative or are we just uh you're not in initiative right now okay no. at the moment. so you're, um, you're out um, i want to turn to the bards mm -hmm. and be like if you can fight come with us and fight if you can't Go find the injured, find the people of the town, inspire whatever you can do to keep people Are we fighting? people's morale up. We've got to go look for Van. We do, but we have, we have to do this super careful. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously, we're not like frontal attack what, uh, or anything, what, but... What happened? Yeah. Do we know what... what Isaac's know. cut us off. So, uh, wow. Van was on the other side with the dragon. We don't know... What Isaac's threw up an screaming. enormous wall in the middle of the room. We didn't see what happened. We've got nothing but sounds and smoke yeah. and vapors. We escaped through the tower, and we don't know what happened to Van. 
He was on the other side of the wall. Um, I can sneak. Yeah. I can, like, kind of sneak around and mm-hmm. see if I see him. Sure. Are you we do need a van? We're just going to try to make it around the front and look for, yeah, okay, Isaacs so or Van. Is everyone, is Patches just sneaking and you two are just walking to the front? Um, yeah, he's, he's well, sneaking he's sneaking behind us. and we're kind of trying to, I mean, I'm trying to keep the shadows the too, yeah. Okay, and the whole time you're um, feeling this building oh, like, oh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, like, I'm not even thinking. Um, I'm going to send Ori. Uh, did, Ori she not, did she not get no, killed Ori's, upstairs? Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she got yeah. killed right when we got here. Yeah. Did she? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. What killed her? She was up in that room and she was yeah. flying across it and something hit her. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like positive okay. she got. Okay, I don't it. remember that she happening. But yeah. yeah, yeah. So you'd have to re. Okay, I'm, I know I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. No problem. You casting find familiar? No, no, no. It takes an hour. I'm oh, okay. not doing that. Are you rolling stealth? I am rolling stealth. It's a seventeen. Nice. So patches, you are sneaking around this place, and all of a sudden, you—it feels like the entire world is being turned around. Like you get this really strange sense of vertigo. Like you can't keep your head up, and like your body is falling out from under you. And then all of a sudden, it just—all of you feel this too. It comes back, and all of those sounds—they disappear and they go quiet just for a moment. But uh, you are able to sneak up and around here, and as you get to the front of this, there are many armored guards sitting in front of it. There is a man with long, beautiful, dark hair. His armor shines like the sun, and it covers him from head to toe. A long sword sits in his hand, brandished, looking at this place. He's screaming to all of the guards and the men around him. And his, even though he is obviously in a panic, he's calm and he's collected, and he has a strategy and a plan as he talks to these people. His chest is puffed out, and you see... A few other men who are dressed much like the one who was limping and saved your life standing around this place. They are carrying people over their shoulders. There are multiple, multiple bodies on the ground covered in cloths that are sitting here. And through those cloths, like it isn't it isn't a serene scene like the smoke is pouring out of this place. These bodies are lying strewn in here. Some of them are in little piles. The cloths that are laid over them are not clean. Their blood is seeping through it actively. And some of the cloth is like eaten up and around the sides. And you can see there are at least eight clerics out here. And they are all as quickly as they can. They're up to their elbows covered in blood. And it's like on the sides of their faces and on their shoulders. Some of them are wounded, but they're like pulling all of these people out of this place. And so are these guards. They're all trying their best. But just for a second, you can see these doors are blown off of the fucking hinges. You can just see straight inside of this place. It is not hidden at all. You can see a small body inside crumple over and leaning on itself. It looks like something's pouring from it, but it's hard to tell exactly what's going on. Um, but this body is like sitting here like this. Inside, though the smoke is pouring out and the building is definitely on fire and collapsed, you don't see anything and you don't hear anything. But that's the scene in front of you. The castle is, you're standing in front of this building like the same way that they entered to go into the gala. And to your left is the rest of the castle and the Earth Spur Mountains growing up behind you. You can see those stars twinkling all the way around it and all over the skyline. I don't see Isaacs or... Anybody? Uh, uh, you can see there? a single figure standing inside that is crumpled over and looks robed and with a staff. You can assume it's Isaac's silhouette, but he seems to still be inside. Okay, um, and I don't, I don't see anybody else inside. Inside, uh, not other than a few guards or mm. invisible and just laying there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Would, this, would, this, would the spell drop when you become unconscious? Did, yes, it's a concentration. Did yeah. Yenitasasis oh, cool. fly away? Sweet. You didn't see him fly away, but he's not in the room right now. What if I just like Isaacs? Uh, are you you're are you in the door now? Like, how are you doing this? I'm wondering if you're inside yeah. or are you just gonna let the people here know? Like, cause you're stealthing, so are you breaking your stealth to say Isaacs? I don't fucking know what I'm doing. Um, are you fast handsing, crawling around the place? Oh, sorry, I'm metagaming. It's okay. 
I yeah, I'm gonna I don't need to be stealthy if I don't see the dragon. So I'm gonna Chips. yeah, I'm gonna Isaac's. yell out to Isaacs. Do you say anything or are you just trying to get his attention? I'm just trying to get his okay. attention. And as you do, he turns around and you can see the front of him, his clothes are burned, like some of his chest is exposed, and you can see that like as he's breathing, it looks like there is a little like there's a color to it almost. His hat is off and you can see his long white hair. Some of it is fringed at the side. And as he looks to you, he has soot all over his face and there is blood like pouring out of his mouth as he's like sitting here turned around and looking at you. And he's, he like, he looks at you and he says, come here, come to me. I do. Okay. Uh, he puts, he puts his hand on your shoulder, and you can see the like blood from it as he is sitting here. It's not yet his <laughs> no, 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 I'm just laughing that he's giving me a note that he can't rave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, I didn't know it was so full. He gives you this note. <laughs> he slides it to you. Fetch says, what the fuck is this? And Watson um, throws it you, away. You, you cannot read it. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch gave me some gibberish. <laughs> You cannot read the note that he has given you, but he he you he don't even know thank you. You don't even know exactly what he's put in your pocket, but he slides something into your pocket. And he and he really carefully and he really calmly says, Friend, I can only hold him for so long. You all should not be here. You should run. Everyone here is going to die. Where's Van? Uh and he looks he looks to the bodies and he says, One of the clerics took him out. I got him as close to the door as I could. Check with them and run. You should not be here. And he he is looking worse for wear. I mean, his beard is halfway burned off. His hair is fringed. He's like breathing this color out. There's blood. His, his what is white? His beard is white, green, and red. And it's just like this solid streak down the front of it. His clothes are torn. He's leaning on the staff. He says, "Go north. Find your answers. Find Mallory." Please. And then as this is happening, you hear this like, like this breathing and you see this, like these claws in midair in this room, like ripping through like this airspace. And then all of a sudden he turns around and you just see this like, like it like closes back up and he's, he puts I, his hand on you and yeah, pushes and he's I, like, leave. I kind of just touch his shoulder and then run out. Okay. Yeah. So patches, uh, he takes off running. He's outside. You all are standing here. I, if I see him running at all, like I'm going to go with him. Yeah. So, uh, are you running to the clerics? Are you running past them? I'm not running to the clerics. I'm running to okay. uh, Calissa and mm-hmm. Arwell. Um, I don't. And you feel I a tug on your wrist before you get to them. You feel yourself stopped, and you look back, and Goncalo says, "My friend, what has happened here? What is going on in this place? Tell me what you know." I I don't I don't know much. I, dragons. Yeah, we're not far behind, and since yeah. we don't I seem would, to need to yeah, hide, if I saw that he's not like stealthing, I would yeah. come to you. Yeah, I'm you can see Goncalo holding right his there. wrist, and he lets you go. It's not aggressive. Like uh-huh. it's obvious that it was like. Yeah. He was just trying to get your attention. He's obviously panicked. And uh, he lets go, and you can see him compose himself, and he's like, any information you can give me is helpful. You need to get out of this area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs yeah, to get I'm out of this area. Yeah, I'm running up, and I'm assuming I can overhear the question as I come yep. up. So I'm going to, as quickly and succinctly as I can, recount. One of the guests was the dragon in disguise. It's busted out. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure our friend here is the only thing uh, holding him at bay. And then as it, you're saying uh, this, Gunhold <laughs> turns, and he's like, he's like, Retreat out from the inside. We stay here. We hold our ground on this hill. And uh, he turns back to you and he says, continue. Keep going. Tell me. 
You need to leave. He, there's no ground to hold. <laughs> as soon as that dragon is free, everyone's dying. And he turns back to the building and he says, perhaps it is not your job to protect this town, but it is mine. And his, he pulls another sword out from behind him. And he says, men, behind me. And uh, he's like, we will hold this ground. We will hold it back, whatever it is, to ensure the people can get out of the city. If we are not the first wall, if we are not the first responders, who will be? The people below us? I mean... I'm going to move over to one of the clerics and be like, do you know who Thundershout is? And the cleric says, he turns and he is another, he is uh, this scrawny human man. Mm -hmm. His eyes are wide as fucking dinner plates, dude. And he looks to you. He has his hands over somebody. He's like covered in blood. He looks up to you. You can see that blood spilling out around his hands as he's like trying to close this wound. And as he looks up to you, he says, yes. Why? Is he in there? Tell him the fans of the flame tell him that he needs to get out of the city. A dragon will be looking for him. And he knows what to bring with him. And he looks back and he says, if, if, if I make it out of this, I'll try. Please. Thank you. Yeah. And he says, he looks down and, uh, and you can see him like grit his teeth and he like lurches over this person and his head hangs. And then he goes, oh, may Paylor's light guide you. Oh, shut the fuck up. And then, uh, and then he, he's, he goes back down to this body and he is healing. All of these clerics are mm -hmm. on these bodies. They are doing things. Uh, these bodies, they are worse for wear. Some of them are moving, however. Like the ones that were laying totally still as you all came in, you start to see some of them move. And with this, this breath draws in. <gasps> Roll a constitution saving throw. Come on! A two! Ooh, that's a lingering injury, buddy. Um, but guess what? You're alive! Dead. <laughs> yeah! Um, I say to the cleric, you're gonna need a lot more than Paylor's light to save you. I'm, am I conscious? Mm -hmm. I use my two rings. I cast cure wounds on myself twice. Okay, you will still have your lingering injuries. Whatever. Better so you still that. have a broken rib. Damn it, I was uh, so oh, actually to bring you die back. You what? Make, you need to make a con save to see if you can use your rings. A two! Yeah, you gotta, you gotta like, you, you have this ring on and you're going out to activate it, and as you lift your arm up to use this magic in this, by the way, all you guys can see is this sheet and someone like muffled screaming under it. And it's uh, like Isaacs. set up, and yeah, it looks like Isaacs because it doesn't break if you lose concentration. So like, you sit up and you see other Isaacs sitting here, and as you go to do it, you feel this sharp pain in your rib. And like, you draw this breath in, and your broken rib keeps you from doing it. In addition to that, your speed on foot is reduced by five feet. And you need to make a dexterity saving throw Forever. after using the dash action until it's taken care of. Um, until you find someone who has restoration. If you, <laughs> if you God, cleric, yeah, cleric, like, come back. Clerics are everywhere around here, they're like rats. Um, oh, Patches, while you're inside, I should say this. I don't know if you guys have ever seen, you guys have never seen one, so I'll explain it to you. There is a squashed, strange, hulking body that is the size of two bulls. It has gray, silver, armor-like oh, skin all over, an enormous beak on the front of it, two small beady eyes that are like, quite literally popped out of its head, squished against the floor. But it's like this hulking, armored-looking, like, bull. It's built like a bull. It's as big as two bulls, and it's like squished on the ground oh, in this the place. Um, came down on that motherfucker. And so you you see this weird thing sitting close to Isaac's, but there's like blood just like its armor like skin is just cracked and peeled open. You could see it's like ligaments like stretched across its skin as it's out, blood all over the place. Van, you were up, your ribs are broken, your leg is broken, mm -hmm. and uh you were alive. Do we uh, see him at all? Um if that thing came out of that dragon's colon. It is. It busted it out of his be body. Good. The out dragon of, is not in good shape. Out yeah. of game. Can you guys tell me what that thing is? I really want to know. Oh, uh, well, I'll just play through this. I'll, okay, yeah. fine. I'm like, 
Clarence, give them all to me. <laughs> In so much pain. <laughs> <laughs> Hearing this, Calista says, oh, there's Van. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You see the sheet up and, like, screaming in the middle of it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's him. That's yeah. him. I'm going to rush over. Yeah. To you. So as uh, you are sitting here, Goncalo has all of these men behind him. They are standing ready at the door, their swords drawn. You can see them shaking. He is shouting inspirational words back to them. And he's like, uh, he's saying, men, I know this is scary. I know this is more than you've paid for. This is more than your city should ever ask. But if it is not us, it will be our families. It will be our people. Prepare to stand your ground. I will be the first stand if necessary. And, uh, and he's yelling out and he's like, out of there. He's like, he's like, he's, you must leave. You were in the way, sir. You will only be hurt. Isaacs, leave. And Isaacs looks back to him, and you can see his hand out, and him holding his staff, this light coming out of it. He does not turn back to him. You can see this blood pouring on the ground. And as it does, uh, Van, you are sitting up. The same cleric limps over to you, and he says, Son, lean down. The light has not returned yet to you fully. Say no more, fam. And as you lean down, he puts his hand over your head, and you see this bright light like even behind your eyelids, and as you do, your ribs mend, and your leg mends. He's casted uh, Restoration. So my lingering injuries are gone? They're gone. Yay! That didn't last long. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but they, man, they were inconvenient as fuck. They hurt. Uh, So they they do all this, um, and I'm just going to do all. Yeah. Take the reins. Yeah. Um, We have to go. Have to go. Yeah, Van. Am I, I like, good? I'm, like, walking around like a sensu being? Arwell saw you, so, yeah, like a sensu being. Cool. Yeah. Fuck, I really want to help Isaacs. Hey guys, I'm alive. We, we, no, Van, we I, have to go. I, I talked to Isaacs. We gotta go. He's the only thing keeping it at bay. We, yeah. we have to go. Also, he gave me this note, and it just looks like gibberish to me. Oh, a note here. Let me see it. I, gibberish. It just looks like... What did he write on this? I don't think it says anything. Um, This is really clear, Patches. It's just common. What? <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like hmm. scribble. Oh, honey. You really can't read that? I don't know. Write something. Write out <laughs> words and I'll see if I can read it. All right. Hi, my name is Patches on it <laughs> and hold it up. Yeah, I can't read it. I can't read. <laughs> Did you hit your head? Yeah, he must have hit his head. I don't know. And the worst part. I couldn't have done that. I give you inspiration I'm, for not being able to read that note. <laughs> what about what about this side? You wrote this. <laughs> I mean the the way it's written seems familiar, but I don't I don't I can't. Make I think can't real quick, and I say, do you understand oh my God. this? It's a language, so he can understand things. Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. He still speaks. Wow. I'm still well, I'm illiterate now. I guess everyone. <laughs> You're staring at Isaac. I'm still just watching him. You also he's still like, look like Isaacs, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, we've come to you, like, and we're, I'm going to, like, basically grab you and be like, Van, we have to go. We have to go. What like, does the yeah. note say, by the way? Um, it says... Walk and talk. Yep. Oh, you guys are walking and talking. Yeah, Find Garwol to, to the north in Mullmaster. Find what? Garwol. Garwol. G-A-R-W-Y-L. My cousin. <laughs> well, let's head north. Yeah, we have to go. Are you guys, you are just going to get the fuck out of town? Yeah. Yeah, uh, right? Maybe we'll... It's kind we'll of our we, thing. We'll we'll camp or something and rest. Yeah, we okay. gotta we gotta we get to the go. fuck out of um, here. I will say a few things. Also, mm-hmm. us being here is um, making. Do we not have outstanding business? Well. In you town? all I, are very aware that in the next chamber over, there is a secret exit from the city. 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, remember yeah. where we got taken by thugs? That leads out like four miles um, into the wilderness. Okay, absolutely. that was a long time ago. You don't have ago. to take that. You can go through the city. You can see people. You can try to take another way out. Whatever you want to do. Um, the only option I told a cleric to tell Thundershell to get out with the stone. Um, should we do it on the way out? Should we have told? Uh, what if the cleric doesn't make it there? Can we? Uh, damn it! I, like we have. Yeah. This, All right. He, he seemed like a complete pussy. Like he's if, not going to. He might die. <laughs> he might die. Um, I want to um, run over to. Um, I'm sorry, I've forgotten his name already. The guard leader of the guards Goncalo, here, Goncarlo, and no R, Goncarlo. Goncarlo. This is very important to the security and safety of the city. We have to get this message delivered. I need your best man that can absolutely make it there without fail to deliver a message for us. He can come right back, but this is very important. He looks to you, and you can see him fighting with it. He's looking back toward where Isaac's is. Isaac's is actively crumpling. He's yeah. like down on a knee, like holding up yeah. onto his One man, one message. And Goncalo says, The fate of the city resting on this item this man has. Roll that persuasion. Come on, girl. 19. With a 19, Goncalo says, Very well. Show me your ring. Yep. And you hold up your... <laughs> you, hold up your you hold up your... Uh, your Ebony ring, mm-hmm. or sorry, your obsidian ring with uh, the raven on the front of it. And he says, he, you see a little smile flash, and he's like, he looks back, this building burning down and crumpling, men dead all over the floor. And with a little smile on, he set on his face, he just says, protocol, you understand. Of course. Um, and then he says, of course. Nerd. Uh, you, uh, you, you are a champion of the council. The, city's, the city would be in much worse shape now if you hadn't been inside, I'm sure of it. Uh, I will see someone down there to him. Okay. Then so I'd, I'd t- which man? Uh, and he, he grabs the man to his fastest side. you got. Looking, he grabs his, the, his plate mail, pulls him over to him, and he says, uh, tell him what you want him to know. Yeah. I'd go to Thundershout. Tell him to take the item. He'll know what it is. Leave the city. Get as far out as he can. We'll find him. But he needs to secure it. He needs to keep it safe. He goes to run, but Goncalo's hand is still on him, and he grabs his plate, and he pulls him close, and he puts his hands around this guy's face, and he says, look at her. And uh, this guy looks to you, and he says, thank her. She just saved your life. And when you get down into that city, you tell everyone to get the fuck out of this place as fast as they can. And then he grabs his arm and he pushes the guy toward the city. And, like, he just, like, uh, he's just sitting there with his swords out looking at this place. And he looks back to you and he says, I imagine you have other work to do. Go. We do. Thank you. Uh, And this guy, like, as he's scrambling, he's like, "Uh, uh, thank you, miss. Go. And then, yeah, he scrambles. And he, like, sheathes his sword and he's doffing his armor as he runs. He's taking it off. And you can see, like, his armor just falling behind him, and he is sprinting down this um, road. Well, baby, you're going to wish you had that shit on later. <laughs> um, or I'm gonna, we're going to leave. We got to go. Um, uh, and I was going to... It's a weird, I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to suggest to Isaacs to give him more, like, res- like resolve that you have just completely under your control... Stand firm, and then I'm gonna. You're suggest, saying, this yeah, yeah. The door. I'm like, you have this absolutely under control, Isaacs. Stand strong, and okay. I'm suggesting to him to keep. That's it going. He would be, he would be willing, but uh, you do see him like as as Super you say help. this, you see him like grab instead of the side of his staff, mm-hmm. he grabs the top of his staff and he pulls himself up, and he says, "More comforting words than you understand, friend." And you can hear him cough like, and you see this like liquid hit the ground, it like splashes under him, and he says. 
If you see young Mallory. Yeah. That's what I was going to do. You tell her that I'm proud of her. And you tell her that I died bravely. And uh, with that, he says, now go leave this place. You know how to. We'll find her. And then I read to the run to the secret passage. Yep. yep. We run. As you are running to this place, the night sky draws a dark cover over the city. Too dark. The stars don't dot the sky anymore. And yet there doesn't seem to be a shape to any dark clouds. Yet you still hear the rumbling. Lights are on all over the city and coming on brighter. But none of them shine more brightly than the glow coming from Castle Raven's Bluff. It pulses orange and gold like a crown at the base of a pillar of black smoke. You hear the distant roar cries of an ancient dragon echoing across some space that you don't understand. And they scream across the city as the thunder does. The screams rattle around you and end your rib cages as the sound fades over the ocean and seep into the cracks of the mountain. And then something strange happens. A sound like a slow gong resonates over the entire city. It hangs in the air for too long, and then it feels like it cancels out all other sounds entirely. Then, far out at sea, an earth-shattering crack and an enormous splash come from out at the sea. The waves will surely reach the city and capsize many boats. It's an incredible sight. The sky flashes red and blue as it happens. And as the waves push from their source, it seems as if a small island has surfaced that was not there before. A steady black pillar of smoke rises from its location. You all enter the Council of Lords. You see this red carpet that goes up to it, two stone sculpture ravens on top of mountains in between it. You go around one of these ravens, you pull a switch, this floor slides out. And as the stone covers you as you're entering the secret passage, you hear the war cries and the roar of a dragon scream out. You hear Goncalo say, Steady men! Stand your ground! And then the stone slab shuts behind you. Well, in episode 44, right? Ooh, so good! Ooh, Jesus good. Christ! <laughs> Woo! Hey, everybody, we hope you enjoyed that last episode of the Hit Dice Podcast. This is your buddy, Caleb, and sometimes your girl, Kathy. And we just wanted to send everybody a happy holidays from everybody here at Hit Dice Pod and all of our wonderful sponsors, including Dice Envy. They have incredible dice. They're made out of really, really good quality materials, and all of their styles are very unique, and you're going to want to get them. Up until Christmas Day, you'll be able to order one of their subscription boxes, which start at only $5, and some of them include the Last Flickering Light, which is a D&D one-off that West Court our DM made himself and I did some of the art for. In fact, I did all of the art for it. Also, we want to give a quick shout out to our partners, Experience Points and Mage Productions. They do online D&D web content and all kinds of crazy stuff. And they're super nice guys. And last but not least, if you're enjoying the podcast, you can do us a world of good by interacting with us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. All of our handles are at HitDicePod. And if you want to help out the podcast a little bit more, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. That helps us stay somewhat popular and help us continue to do the podcast. So once again, we just wanted to wish everybody a happy holidays and thank you for joining us in our podcast experience this year. 2018 has been our first year doing it, and we are hoping to keep it going for as long as possible. So stay warm, everybody. Say howdy to your families for us, and we'll see you on the next episode of Hit Dice.